Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. This is your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome to episode 20. I'm going to start doing that now. We're going to shoot out the episode numbers in the beginning. Oh, snap. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. 20, we, sure. we're on a little roll here. Bro, we're on a roll, man. We got a regular release schedule. You know what I mean? We in some double-digit numbers. Yeah, 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 we got yeah. we got double digits in the regular recurring listeners. I mean, yeah, we doing <laughs> things here. We, we got doing some baby things. milestones going. Appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and uh, start out with our watching, with our watching section like we do uh yeah let's go ahead uh rico what you want i've been doing the the anime thing mostly um i've been a little busy so i haven't got to catch up on um alter carbon as much i've only seen episode one so i'm really excited to go into that this weekend well well, we definitely we're waiting for the proper accoutrements to delve into a a nice cinematic so once that comes we'll definitely catch up on a lot of watching yeah that's gonna be dope all right so but other than that i've been watching um anime mostly like uh i I mentioned uh mayurimashita irumakun a couple of weeks back i don't remember what the english title was because i was looking it up at the time but i usually watch it in japanese anyway but um it actually the season ended this this um this saturday was uh was the end of the the 23 episodes mm. and they did a pretty dope little uh twist leading into the next arc and Love we got that. some good news on the twitter that they're getting um a new season but unfortunately it's not until spring 2021 so hey. Until then, we got um, you know, a bit, we got a lot of other things going on. I haven't started My Hero Academia, which is on, I believe, season in two. A, okay, I was gonna say is that a new anime? season. Yeah, yeah, the new season started a while back. I do believe they're they're pretty far, and I do believe they're in the double j- digits somewhere. Um, but I have been watching this dope anime called um, Ahiro no Sora, which is a basketball anime. It was about <laughs> a kid who's like hella short, who's trying to, who goes to a team with a defunct basketball team, and it's basically trying to make that a reality. So that's a pretty dope anime that I'm watching this season. I, you know, it's funny because I do enjoy the uh, the the anime trope of like. The, the sports team but like the yeah. unconventional sports team yeah. bro they they be wild sometimes like, they like really eye do. shield was 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 a football one and my man <laughs> eye shield was very entertaining but I'll, I'll do a better deep dive on that after i rewatch it but that was really entertaining but i can imagine this is of a similar vein this one is actually more down to earth than more sports okay. animes would actually end up being because I I know I've never seen Ice Shield, but from what you're describing, it sort of reminds me of like the 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 animeification of sports. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. I yeah. like to call it. You know, Absolutely. It's like like Kurokono Basket. Everybody has like special moves and shit. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> It's pretty ridiculous that it's fun. I like that. Yeah, I, but I do like that. I kind of wish sports would adopt that. Yeah. Yo, my G, <laughs> what? What was interesting about this one is um they showed something. Uh, it was like a, a pass where he throws it behind his back and then hits his elbow and passes it in the opposite direction of where he throws it without looking. And I was like, yo, that is crazy. That's ridiculous. Don't and maybe, pass ever. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And maybe like a, a week later on YouTube, I saw maybe probably the um the person or the play that inspired that. And I was like, yo, that is crazy to witness stuff like that in real life. So stuff like that is the reason why I like sports animes, because they take a lot of um advanced moves from real life and then master them. Yeah, yeah, you gotta master you know them, man. Put a little swing on it, make it make it make it look dope. 
But um, some stars and sparkles on that bad boy. <laughs> There's also a pretty interesting show that I think you would like is um Isekai Quartet. Okay. And it's um it's a little chibified short version of um Anya the Terrible or Tanya the Evil, sorry. Um uh Overlord uh shield hero but he was added later on but shield hero is not one of them but konosuba and um oh, i can't remember the one with uh subaru but it's basically those four main characters get transferred into an alternate universe that's a classroom <laughs> okay. and then they just have hijinks between them and all their cast from each individual show but it's only like 12 minutes long and it's pretty much a comedy the whole way through. oh yeah it sounds like it and it's on season two and they're pretty funny that it's pretty funny they keep making fun of aqua as one does and it's pretty interesting seeing those main characters' dynamics interacting in between, between each other. Seeing Ayn's Ulgaon, like, not... Um, are they are those animes produced by all the same house? I believe it's the same animation studio, if I believe, yeah. Okay. I think that's how they were able to get that. I think that's an interesting all, collaboration of writers, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's I, when, when they announced it, I was like, I was didn't expect to watch it or like it, but then it ended up... Ended up actually being pretty funny. So, oh, okay. But yeah, this anime season's uh, pretty good. There's a lot of it's it's pretty good spread. There's a lot of action. Um, there's also a lot of non-action that I'm not watching. There's some stuff that looks really really good, like um, Teodasana Azuken, which is like don't put your hands on Azuken, 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 something like that. But the animation looks really 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 good, mm. but. It's slice of life, so I haven't really given it a shot yet. I mean, yeah. usually stuff like that, I have to get a recommendation from yeah. some from a, a, an outside party before I'm like, all right, let it me just, see what's so your many of them just are they're, they're like saved by the bell. And exactly, I'm, I'm kind of over that. You Precisely. know what I mean? I've been over that a long time. So yeah, that's been it for me, pretty much. Just sort of like a keeping up with a lot of it's this this season's been a lot of isekai. Actually, no, I forgot two two but unfortunately i don't remember their um names because they're really really long but the they english translation with the name sometimes bro. yeah it's because they're light novel adaptations so mm. this one is um i don't like getting hurt so i've invested all my points in defense essentially it's the name of the anime it's uh, yeah it's basically about um a, a girl who plays mmos and she has a friend who doesn't play mmos and she's like yo this new one's out check it out with me and she's like well i don't like getting hurt so i'm just gonna put all my points in the defense and so she builds a tank character and she goes around and just accidentally keeps stumbling into hacks like because she ends up um being so strong she gets really strong um being so defensively tough she, she gets really strong early on in the game and yeah, that's usually the way to go and um the the devs are like pretty much designing the game around stopping her but she just keeps stumbling into a lot of unique she even realize it yeah she's being coached by cool. a lot of other people but more or less she's just having fun like i guess i'm gonna like she has zero agility zero strength zero in just like max vitality and and the other one is infinite dendogram which is actually much more grounded that one's just about a main character and this embryo which is sort of like a familiar slash weapon augment but yeah that's that's my picks a lot of isekais you know what i mean um it's unfortunate to see mighty mashita uruma couldn't go but you know that just leaves room for more dope anime next season so nice all right cool so <laughs> i it might be difficult to um 
to follow all of those Japanese right. names that's spoken through. <laughs> but um, I'll try to Lumpy put links Lumpy. and stuff uh, on the Twitter to some of the pics and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I was looking for something to watch. And I saw that there was this documentary cha- um, trending about uh, something about Gabriel Fernandez. And I wasn't familiar with it. Um, I had passed it by. And so I was getting ready to watch it. And I had seen um, a clip on YouTube that had come up that was about the actual case. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch this real quick to prime me for for the documentary. I'll go in and and check it out. I'm absolutely not watching that shit. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know what the fuck is going on with all this tragedy porn. But I'm good. I'm good. Um the the Aaron Hernandez one I felt like I could learn from because mm-hmm. his life was a very it, it, it his life was very checkered and storied and there were things to delve into it and I yes I do think it is a little bit tasteless to do that after someone's death but in the documentary I thought that it could. Um, provide some interesting exposition. Yeah, like a cautionary tale in some way. Gabriel Fernandez was a young boy that was murdered by his mother's boyfriend, and that is as far into it as I want to go. The case detailed massive um, abuse, like massive abuse. I I don't know, but there there was nothing to learn from this. These were two terrible people enacting terrible things on an innocent child that was failed by the social workers who were called in to check on his wellness because the teacher had 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 uh, had reported that this boy was clearly being physically beaten and abused. I mean, they were burning cigarettes on him. He had BB stuck wow. in him. I mean, they, it's not worth watching. I don't, and I don't want to support tragedy porn, and I don't want to support these documentarians continuing to just play on our emotions. That shit. That it was, I was dumbfounded by why somebody would bring this back up as if, and I mean, they, this is one of the rare times where after the fact there was an attempt at justice. Um, cause I mean, the guy who killed a young boy was put to death. The mother was put in life in prison. All the social workers were prosecuted. Their supervisors were prosecuted. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I don't see yeah, as to why there's a documentary bringing this back up because they're, what are you going to what are you warning like these i don't think that there's a lot of people like this in our society like these two people were 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 specially fucked you know what i mean and yeah. so i don't see the 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 value in propagating that kind of social misanthropy by putting these people in people's faces like it was disturbing to say the least. But anyway, I just that shit totally blew my mind. And and so I, I'm gonna forego that one. So that's my whole review of the Gabriel Fernandez documentary. I wouldn't recommend watching it. It's a real life thing that if you're interested in, you can look at the real life reporting on it because there was the documentary you know what I mean? The documentary is not digging deep everything was dug up. Right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? The process they, they actually cared enough about this case to do something about it. So with that being said, um, I did watch an amazing interview with um, my man Talib Kweli, nice. People's Party podcast. Um, interviewed Rhapsody, and boy, I I love Rhapsody. Like I have a special place in my heart for her music and who she is as a human being. I mean, just she has a certain serenity about her that 
that comes from a, a certain um, down south um, upbringing. Yeah, that she's soft spoken without res- without giving up any of her power. That's you know very what I mean. Difficult to do. Yeah, she she seems peaceful and powerful all in the same moment. And when she raps, that power comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And man, I really appreciate her. I appreciate her talking about her upbringing because I wasn't as familiar with, which it was funny because I could have guessed if you would have asked me to make up a story about her, it's exactly how she, she portrayed it when, when she was talking to Talib and, um, you know, just a, a, a young girl in a small town in a, in a huge family. Cause I think that she says like in her cousin group, like grandchildren in her family, there's like 150 of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, wow. That's really crazy. But that's a community. Yeah. That's a guaranteed community. Absolutely. You'll always find a place. And that's, that's that powerful. Network, that support And I think that's amazing. where she gets her strength from is that knowing that she doesn't have to fight for her position. There will be You're in a community that loves you, baby. You do you. Just be great at what you do. Yeah. Be a good person. Stand on stand on your your values and morals. Man. And so, and it just goes to show the strength of, of having a good community behind you. You know what I mean? Facts. Uh, because she's definitely, you know, a, a, I, I believe a strong byproduct of, of, of how she was raised, where she was raised, the kind of um, community um, that she was brought up with. And so, yeah, it was a really, really good um, interview. And I highly recommend checking that out. Always giving um, free promotion to People's Party Podcast. Um, hey, I, man, Talib has always been, you know what I mean, one well of our greats. You know yeah, I, I love yeah. Talib's Twitter, bro. I stay trolling Talib's Twitter because all he does is, is, is <laughs> all he does is because the thing is, is he doesn't make baseless arguments with people. So if you're starting to attack him, it's very, you know what I mean? When somebody yeah. is diligent about not being an asshole and you're being an asshole, it only makes you look like the asshole. Yeah, and so half saying. of his, half of his Twitter, is just him retweeting people, retweeting the contradictory states, that, statements that people <laughs> put up on their own Twitters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hilarious. But um, anyway, yeah, people party podcast, um, and it was one where it was a real interesting one because it, it was noted that the conversation, like when she was speaking, everybody was just, you just had to stop and listen. You had no, no interest in interjecting. Like she was her, everything she said was, was from the heart. And yeah. That's that really power did. you were talking about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. When she speaks, she commands a certain, a certain amount of respect. You know what I mean, and yeah. and she has a, a, a femininity about her that that is all of her own. I think, man, she's such a great example for I think women at large. You know, not that every woman should conform to this idea of womanhood, but this is a form of womanhood that should be promoted as much as every other type of womanhood. You know what I mean? I think that you know the fact that she came out there in some jeans and a hoodie <laughs> doesn't detract from her beauty as a as a person and as a woman you know what i mean i think yeah. that you could rock that with a certain with a certain i guess for lack of a better word swag that makes you you know what i mean that that makes you alluring in your own sense yeah also man uh being comfortable being comfortable in one's own clothes in public is attractive you know what absolutely mean? absolutely yeah, it's a very liberating it's experience a social power in and of itself and i'm sure she had to fight for that you know what i mean and that's yeah. not to discount the struggle that she probably went through to achieve that because Definitely. even coming from a strong community you're in a very misogynistic very uh 
chauvinistic um, paradigm. Yeah. Um, I think the the industry fucks people over regardless of gender, but this the culture of hip hop in general and American culture is very, you know what I mean? It's very anti-woman. And so I can imagine she, she's gone through quite a journey to, to achieve that power. You know what I mean? It's, it's not something, it's not the kind of power you get from, from being nobility. It's the the kind of power you gain from, from success and doing it and struggling and being, you know what I mean? The success through the struggle, you know, yeah, (laughs) it's a whole different type of power. You know what I mean? But yeah, so uh, let's move on into some gaming news. Yeah, we'll start out with the gaming news. Why not? Um, I was really excited. I was a huge fan of side-scrolling beat-em-ups in the early 90s. And so Streets of Rage was a staple in my household, all three. And that was actually one of the few games, um, action games, uh, that I was able to play all the way through that I actually beat. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was, uh, I'm not hugely coordinated. Most of my gaming is in a turn-based environment, and so, um, yeah, I was never hugely into live-action games, and so Streets of Rage found a special place in my heart because it was one of the few ones that I took to. Um, and so I bring that up to say Streets of Rage Four is being dropped, and it looks really good. <laughs> is it I still mean, side scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same so side scrolling. They they kept they they kept the fundamentals. As you're supposed to, nice. um, and just did upgraded graphics, characters, um, boards, few little like nuances, cause like um, you know, just like different things that'll happen, like in destructible environments, um, I think vehicles, things like that. You modernized um, it, yeah. And so I'm super excited to get into some of that, and which definitely will come. Um, I'm probably gonna get it on the PS4, but yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, and in other gaming news, uh, Bethesda's VP had the most delusional interview I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Let me tell you, man, if you're a fan of Bethesda games, I would highly recommend just refraining until they find somebody who can run this ship correctly because these guys are complete asshats. They, they're, they're useless. And the worst part about it is, is that he spent the majority of the interview blaming people who didn't play the game for why the game was so bad regardless to the fact that the actual game was shipped in an incomplete fashion with deceptive promotional products with uh unstable servers no player base unfair monetization but yet it's the people who didn't play the game they're the assholes for saying that the game sucked yeah it's so absurd and it's like yo this is the vp of bethesda and i'm just like yo dude this whole company is fucked if that's how this your whole company is fucked if that if at the top that's where the delusion starts yeah the delusion starts with you bro man that ship's going down That's definitely influencing the culture of the company, as you can see in the games themselves. Well, yeah, and 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 it's 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 a shame because as more and more of the actually quality game um, studios are splintering off from the AAA development houses and finding success, Bethesda. It's like, (laughs) come on, man. At some point, your obstinance just makes you look stupid. You just look stupid trying to say it's the player's fault that your game is bad. At some point, you have to stop and you got to look at the other four fingers pointing back at yourself. 
Yeah. And say, hey, you know, even if the other game, even if gamers are assholes, which they are in general, your game is still bad. They can be they can be assholes and your game can be bad all in the same world. Yep, those things are not mutually exclusive. Not in the least. And so, you know, it really saddened me because there was so much positive gaming news coming out. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm sure that anyone's been following us over the course of these these 20 episodes. Uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of good gaming news in the beginning. <laughs> and 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 Slim trust me, I was I was oh too happy to talk about how shitty it was. But when things got started getting better and when there was a trend of of positive changes, I highlighted those too. And yeah. so it just sucks that they're bucking the positive trend. Like, come on, guys. Like, why would you <laughs> You, you ride the shit trend of micro microtransactions and 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 exploitative um, monetization. You ride that trend, but when the trend is to do player centric policies and actually quality games, you're gonna buck that trend. All right, guys, I see, <laughs> I see what's going on here. This is the hill we die on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and 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 die you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, They've made their choice for sure. You know that company. You know. I, and I hate this idea that, you know, the Amer- that these these uh, companies shouldn't just fail. No, the company could fail. All the people who are talented in that company will find work. Promise. Guaranteed. This is not the general work market where you have to worry about, you know, competing with, you know, a, no, if you are good and you have those credentials, you will find a job just fine. And so, yeah, let the let Bethesda go away. The people in Bethesda who are quality, they'll find new jobs and they'll find them in places where they'll probably be happier, where they don't have to succumb to to, you know, just terrible administrative decisions. Yeah. In most cases, it's those top level leaderships that's really like causing the nosedive anyway. Mm hmm. True indeed. All right, so let's move on from um gaming. Man, I saw some really shitty ecology news. And, you know, I I didn't re- really think that I'd be covering so many um negative climate related um <laughs> stories in this podcast. I did not think so. I mean, it it's probably going close to a half a dozen now that have just randomly popped up in, you know, in my news coverage and they're really bad. And the most recent one is is a huge, huge blow to whatever longevity we might think that we have as a human race. Because I think they said um, within the next 10 years, the Amazon rainforest will go from being a net um, negative contributor to carbon emissions to an actual positive contributor to carbon emissions. That's not good. That's terrible. Yeah. That is that is really bad. That'll like fundamentally change the yeah. planet's atmosphere. Absolutely. Like the Amazon rainforest acting as a filter absorbing carbon out of the air is hugely influential to the climate of this of this world. And they don't call the Amazon the lungs of the world for no reason. It, it, it it's a pretty pretty viable statement like a a substantial portion of the world's oxygen is purified through the or i'm sorry is released into the air from the amazon and the carbon is purified out of the air from the leaves and in 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 these trees if if 
through whatever ridiculous slashing and burning of those Amazon is going on and the clear cutting of the Amazon is going on for cattle farming is causing that much damage that it's actually going to not just the act of it going from carbon negative to carbon neutral would fuck the world. The fact that they're actually going to start emitting so much carbon from the bovine and the burning combined. Whoa. Yeah. The, the sad thing is like they have the same science that we do. That's the, that's the crazy part. Yeah. That's hugely problematic. And, um, just, you know, I don't, I know it's hard to kind of internalize the idea that the changing climate of the world will impact your everyday life, but I promise you, you will start in a place that has bad air quality already, like Los Angeles. If you think the air quality is bad now, in the next 10 years, we will be looking like mainland China. Yeah. It will be very difficult for our emissions to disperse freely through the atmosphere if there's this huge amount of of carbon emission coming from the Amazon. It will affect us in a major way. But, you know, that's just one of the reasons why if you're voting for someone who doesn't have a clear climate agenda, then you're wasting your vote. Yeah, because you're not voting for someone who's going to help you in the long run, no matter what their policies are. Because ten years is not that long. Ten hey, years man. ain't that long. The rainforest is a hoax. We're getting that's really that's a pretty dire. And I'm not an alarmist, you know what I mean? I don't take a lot of shit serious, but the science behind this is really sound. You know what I mean? Ecological science is something that we've gotten a decent hold on. I'm not going to say that we, it's it's weather science. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we have a decent idea of what we're doing to our to our overall um environment and we should probably try to do something to to stem the tide of what we're doing because it, it's always never too late to do the right thing. Right, right. You can always even if it's right before death's door, you could still stop and you still at any moment. So yeah. it's never too late to to try to think about these things in a more meaningful way. But anyway, like um, the best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago. The next absolutely. best time is now. Absolutely, true story. Let's go into some social topics. You know, and speaking of uh, disasters, it was it. They're, they're starting to shut down everything from uh, the newly dubbed Roni. Yo, yeah. Joe Budden killed it by G. I'm sorry, but it, it's funny. it's forever going to be called the Roni in my head now. Because <laughs> that shit. And you know, it's funny. I have a cousin named Roni. Shout out to Roni. Yo. We had, well, I don't know. In Bear Middle, there was a girl named Roni that um, everyone. But it's such, a, it's such a benign name. That's why I love it. Like, I have such positive feelings for the name Roni. The fact that it, it's tied to the coronavirus now is like, all right. <laughs> it's it's not because it's like it's always there like i hear about the coronavirus so much throughout the day just trolling for for topics to talk about that yes i, I like giving it that 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 uh, lovable moniker but yeah um they're starting to cancel everything yep they're shutting shit down ultra one by ultra one. fest south by southwest amazon employees being told this is to work from home twitter 
employees being told to work from home. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. and I don't think that any of it's necessary. Oh, it's paranoia for sure. It's, sure. it's fear-mongering at its best. It's funny, though. It's not funny at all. Did you hear the... Yo, <laughs> One of those insta hospitals they built in China collapsed. Yeah, I, heard about that. I was like, dang, that sucks. But um now's not the time for the the poor workmanships that they're so famous for. No, 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 no. But um yeah, it's you know, they're don't be don't be fooled by the the ridiculous numbers that they're putting out there for death tolls. The death toll outside of Italy and 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 China is under one percent. In China, it's four percent, and in Wuhan, it's six percent. So it, it it's at the epicenter where evidently this whole thing started. Which it's funny because that is typically what happens when you release something purposely in an area. It because very rarely does a disease disperse like that you know what i mean where it's it's at an epicenter and then as you get farther away it just kind of teeters out Mm -hmm. that's not typically how pandemics spread um and typically you will see the same virulence at every point so every time you get a case on that epicenter you will have an explosion and you're not getting that the same that slow trickle you know so it's just it's a lot of misinformation and i just wanted to put that out there because i don't want anyone to be unduly scared because it's and you know it's funny i was at the supermarket the other day (laughs) and um the lady behind me was like man what the fuck is corona i was like (laughs) that's the right that's the right answer (laughs) and and i I think it's because somebody must have somebody must have commented about something i think she might have touched her face or something someone made a snide comment she gave her the what the fuck is corona i was like yeah i'll be on that bro like if somebody got a call for something i'm like oh shit they got the corona it's just corona. it's just jokes though. Oh <laughs> yeah, really yeah. I'm I'm doing shit. it to I'm doing it to be an asshole, that's for sure. Yeah. But um yeah, let's get off of that. Oh um, man, did you see what <laughs> happened to Spike Lee, man? I really oh, I don't he was acting up at the game. Nah see, no. I, I don't let's not do that. Let's not add to that narrative. Spike's not the angry black man. He he's been going to these Nick games for thirty years. 30 years, every single Nick game at the Garden. Okay. Every single one. This man has spent $10 million on Nick's tickets. Okay. He is their number one fan, customer. Nobody's contributed more to that franchise. He's been going through the same entrance for the past 20-some-odd years. He had just used that entrance the day prior for a special event that they had thrown at the Garden. But this time he goes through there and and as he gets to the elevator, the security stops him. No, you this is after he's been scanned in everything. So, you know, once you go to you get scanned in at an event like that, you can't they can't rescan your ticket. You leave. You you're not coming back in unless you buy a scalp ticket or something. And he's like, no, I'm not going to leave and go out and come through the general admission entrance. What are you talking about? I use this entrance all the time. There's other people who are also in my area using this entrance as well. Why can't I? What what are you, what are you singling me out for? And so that's him being a, acting up. Like, nah, man, come on. If he's mad and he's getting animated because this nigga is over here harassing him for doing something that he's been allowed to do. 
and who is never notified that he was not allowed to do until this very moment at a position where he can now be asked to leave and now not be able to come back in. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, come on, it's Spike Lee. Spike Lee is a very, you know, you could tell who he is. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell he by looks looking the same. Every he time was, he's in public, yeah, he was. You know, I just feel like he was being harassed at the behest of the owner of the Knicks because these same security people are the same security people who know him. This is why he's yelling at the dude. He's like, "My G, you know me. How are you? What are you? What is going on right now? I would be equally flabbergasted." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I believe it seems like he's being harassed directly by James um, Dolan, Jim Dolan, whatever. <laughs> Which uh, I'm, I hear that like his father goes by Jim, so they call him James, not to confuse the two, because Jim is obvious is evidently a decent person, but the son is the is the ass hat. And when he inherited the Knicks, is when he started acting like this, arresting Charles Oakley, one of the most iconic players on the Knicks in the Garden. Like so, this dude is out of line, bro. Sounds out of line. like he's abusing his power. I, I feel like he's trying to pull a Donald Sterling. Like, he don't give a fuck about the Knicks. He's just trying to get enough anger to where someone will offer him $2 billion for it. <laughs> this is it. Because everyone was like, oh, Donald Sterling is, is a racist and blah, blah, blah. He could have he crushed all of that. He ended up benefiting from that because he ended up selling that for far more than that team for far more than than he paid for it. Oh, I heard the opposite. I heard that they lost money and they essentially took the team from him. No, I think what ended up happening is he ended up losing money to his wife because his wife wanted a substantial portion of it because she mean, was part of that. Either way, I don't know. Yeah, either. But, but I'm saying I think that he's trying to manufacture some kind of bullshit. Now this is just me theorizing on some bullshit. I don't know nothing on nothing, but right, right. it sounds like theories. he's trying to mm-hmm. he's trying to 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 get one of these PR. Nightmares going so that he could get buyers for the team because he obviously don't want this team. He don't respect the fans of the team. He don't respect the people who contributed to the team. He don't respect the players. He don't. He doesn't care. I don't know, man. If he wants a PR nightmare, this is a pretty tame one. I don't know. It it seems it seems real weird. And 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 it's like like you messing with your own money now. This dude buys tickets to preseason games. He buys preseason tickets. Who gives a fuck about the trash Knicks in the preseason? <laughs> and he pays y'all to watch y'all. And yeah. you going to treat him like that? But again, this just sounds like the owner is uh, abusing his power. Absolutely. And, and then release like, a fake PR statement that says a bunch of shit that wasn't true. Yeah, but if, you know, if you're abusing your power, you know, you may as well just go big or go home. That's true. If you're going to abuse your power, you about you might as well. Yeah, go big or go, go home. Go hard. But yeah, man, I just felt that that was real weird, you know, for for somebody yeah. who had spent. And when when I saw that the tally was at $10 million in next tickets, I was like, nah, B, that's egregious. This is Rico's theories, but uh, I think he was probably just coked up and was like, man, I don't even like that nigga. Yo, Dude, tell oh, me we can't go Dolan? through that entrance. Yeah, yeah. no, I I'm totally that, sure that's, that's that, that, I totally believe that. <laughs> this nigga was on two. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even on one. He was on two. Yeah. And was just like, yo, I'm gonna fuck with Spike He's Spike Lee because I can do that. And I don't like black people. No so controversy. Yeah, he just he was just like, yo, I don't even like this dude no more. Yo, 
Fuck that dude. Get, get him out of my fucking elevator. Get him out the elevator. Now. Don't no, no, don't, don't don't move that elevator. Get him out the elevator. <laughs> Yo, I can totally see that happening. And secret, I'm just doing my job, Spike. My bad, bro. I know. And then I'm just doing my job, man. I just got the order from upstairs, bro. I know. I know you was here yesterday, man. You was my boy. Yeah, yeah. My wife really appreciates those earrings, bro. I know. I know. My boss said you can't come in though. You gotta use the other entrance. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's exactly. I, oh man, it's so agonizing because that's that's such a plausible, like that 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 doesn't even sound like outlandish. That sounds so like what could have happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that does suck for Spike though. You know, what I mean, it sucks to like after all of that, you know, you still can't get the respect you deserve, and in, in in some ways, that's 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 pretty egregious. Because I mean, Spike has been. A controversial figure for for you know his his existence as a filmmaker, but I I don't know I I I don't Spike is only controversial in 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 the respect that if you don't like being told what's happening because Spike has always been real honest. I mean, he's always been real. Like like do the right thing. Do the right thing is controversial. You're controversial. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You like divided, but. Yeah, no, I, it's just because I, 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 especially with like school days, do the right thing. Um, there's a bunch of Spike Lee joints, but those two in particular stick out. They were just so honest, and it's like black. I've never, I've never heard a black person talk about those movies controversially. Um, but I don't and, think and, and I mean, they have controversial that. The controversy that I was talking oh. about comics from his movies oh. have always been lauded as as just like great movies. Oh, which controversies are I don't to? remember specifically because yeah, it's been I just ages think that ago, white people but, like to to, to get up in a roar because he talks about race in a way that's very unapologetic and just white people will never be comfortable with that. So just yeah, the very act but that's of being still controversial. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it. I understand you. You feel like we're bashing him by saying controversial, no, 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 no. but I it's think like that, I'm not. I don't. I mean, that's even that's still. Opinion. But it seems like you're coming to his defense. You know what I mean? Well, no. I just, I, I, the idea that he's controversial just because white people feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't. I think that's a misuse on their part of of the word because it's like. It, being made to feel uncomfortable shouldn't shouldn't be controversial. But I would say that the fact that we can't agree on this would be controversial right now. Thus, well, yeah. Then, but we're making him a controversial but figure. We're not. Yeah, but we're we're not talking about anything in reference to him as a figure. We're talking about the perce- I'm talking about the perception of of his behavior by an outside audience because his behavior is mostly geared towards black people, and that's why black people don't find it controversial. And so the controversy comes from people who are just who are spectators, and it's like, all right, yo, you could be, you you can like like me commenting on Meg Thee Stallion's um uh uh. Uh, deal might be controversial because of my statements but it's also irrelevant because i'm not part of that situation right right. you know what i mean so i I feel that way about how white people feel about spike lee because for the community of people who consume his media directly they don't find him controversial so now if black people found him controversial then i would be like yeah he's a controversial figure because the people who he targets for his media for are highly divided about how they view his media but i feel like you know in the black community spike is universally respected it's just from people who are spectating what he's doing they don't like it because 
of how it might make black people feel or the empowerment that that would come from consuming his media. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. yes, I, I understand. I definitely understand your point in that that in turn makes him controversial. But I would like to just excise the 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 un <laughs> the untargeted audience uh, from the from the equation because they're they're <laughs> injecting feelings into it that they they they're it's always going to be controversial because they're not going to connect to the things that he says ever. So you agree at the end that it was controversial. What his his behavior? No, but you just said it was controversial. Yeah, which is really that's all I was getting at. Like I I see your point, but no, no, the semantic <laughs> argument is that I'm saying it's an inappropriate use. So no, I don't agree that it's controversial. Okay, that's fine. We disagree on the fact yeah. that um um that uh, Spike Lee is considered a controversial figure. Yes, by some. Be that as it may. He's always been like considered a good filmmaker by all. Yeah, like, like I don't think anyone's. Before, so it's, it's like, not like Quentin Tarantino. I think that people might not like Quentin Tarantino, some of his subject matter or anything, but no one ever doubts his 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 skill as a cinematographer right. or as a producer or a director. He's amazing. I don't. I might not like everything he does, and I feel like similar. So I wouldn't say that he's controversial because. We all agree in the consensus that he's talented at what he does. The subject matter is what's controversial that he chooses. Okay. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. It, <laughs> apples, it doesn't really matter either way. But yeah, no, I, overall, I just, I, I really brought that up to say I hope that whatever's going on with the Knicks, I hope that Dolan doesn't profit from it. I hope that he's not doing this to some benefit to him. Because that would be really fucked up, that he's utilizing the abuse of, of black people, which has historically been a thing, to somehow profit and gain. And it's just like, come on. It's like, but hopefully the, the NBA has, is relatively um, on top of trying to do some kind of investigation, I believe. Because, you know, not for nothing, they... I think the the NBA as an organization kind of realizes like we're staffed mostly by black people. <laughs> Whether you like them or not, it's up to you. But you can't piss them all off. And so if you're gonna do shit that 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 angers a significant demographic of our employee base, we're gonna have to do something about you. And so hopefully yeah. the NBA takes that stance. I mean, yeah, that'd be difficult because is isn't it like it is still considered his personal property though. Yes, but you have to be invited to be an owner. Ah, so, so they if can decide the, that you're no longer... They can Papa John you? Yeah, they can Papa John him for sure, which is what happened to Donald Sterling. He didn't have to, but he was asked to leave by the other owners because of the controversy that he started up, I believe. So. Did he want to leave before that happened? I think so, but there was no public display of that. Um. But yeah, because I think that, you know, if he didn't want to, then he could have um, probably crushed that story. Like he could have, I think he, I mean, he's, he's a really rich guy, you know what I mean? And But he wasn't the one that put it out though. Like it, it was leaked. So that's what I'm saying is that I'm sure that he was probably blackmailed before the leak. Like he could have just been paying her off. True. Um, didn't work too well. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which I, I feel like, like he was kind of just done with the whole situation. He's like, yeah, fuck it. This is the easy way out. I mean, it was easier because didn't see very easy losing I mean, a basketball team. <laughs> he didn't lose it though because he got paid. I mean, uh, all right. I mean, hey, look, if you want to uh, give up a money making machine to make one flat amount of money, sure. 
but I mean, not for nothing, he's old. He could be like trying to consolidate wealth to do other things. You know, I mean, it's old. a strategic. What would move. he be consolidating towards that he didn't already have the money to do? Building a gold pyramid to bear himself. Low. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You feel me? <laughs> I, I don't know. But I mean, I, I could imagine a world where he would not want the team. It's not. It's not unheard of. Right. For me. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, I I, I hope. <clears throat> Um, for Spike's sake, I hope that that gets resolved because even though I'm not a huge fan of, of sporting events like that, you know, I like this. Like he gets an immense amount of, of happiness from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would never shit on. Listen, unless you're like doing something majorly untowards, that is uh, going to sporting events and getting that much happiness from, from it is benign enough for me to support you. You know what I mean? Like, I. I that's just to to just kick a man who's doing something that he's just cleanly doing only for entertainment value. There's no other benefit to him other than this. He, he's never like, I mean, yeah. he's not even said anything bad about James Dolan. That's the crazy part. Through all this controversy, we want to talk about controversy. But he sounds that like is... a dickhead anyway, though. Who? <laughs> James Dolan. Yeah. Oh, so it's totally. like, what's so surprising if he's a dickhead anyway? You're right. and... No, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but that that just shows how like that's so not a that's so far from the core of who I am. I just can't yeah, behave it, like it's that. It's one of those you're being idealistic again. Yeah, you're like, I you can't. shouldn't do that because it's wrong of you. <laughs> you have the power and means to not be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. I don't know, man. But, I, I guess I was indoctrinated in the world of, of fantasy kings and rulers that like shit. the most powerful people should be the most benevolent. I don't know, I mean, man. I don't know why I live in that dream world. I but understand I like that. that for sure. But I realized about this world is like this is a capitalist society. If you have an advantage, capitalize on it. That shit's That's crazy. That's how the majority like, of this world is. If I was the owner believes. of the Knicks, man, like, and I had endless amounts of wealth like that. Yeah, like it's who like, cares about the individuals and what elevator they oh, go yo, to? Like, my nigga, you know, but I guess that's that. I guess you can't be a billionaire wanting other people to eat. <laughs> that's true because then you wouldn't have acquired that much money in the first yeah, place. Yeah, because like, like, yeah, no. It's all about not leaving money on the table, bro. If that <sighs> dude is eating, then that means that's food you're not holding. That's. Even if you'll never eat that food. Dude, you know how shitty of a life that must be? Like, I don't think that that guy's <laughs> ever been happy. Like, every time I see people who live like that smile, all I see is pain. Like, you can't hide their pain through that smile. Mm-mm. Because you'll never know the satisfaction of helping someone. Yeah. And it's I mean really helping someone. Not helping, like, your family or, like, some or like someone who's um directly... Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like genuine who's a, altruism. You know what I mean? Genuine altruism. Seeing someone who has no connection to you and being compelled to make their life better at at expense to yourself, no benefit. You'll never know that. I ask myself why. <laughs> they be like, what? And and that's that's oh, it's so it's, sad. It's a mentality. It's a it's a they've been poisoned. They've been mentally poisoned by like. Just the, the the desire to acquire, you know what I mean? Like they don't even need to acquire that for anything. <laughs> they, and the funny part is that they're not even satisfied by doing that anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> That's it's, it's a drug. It real the brain Absolutely. does such weird things because it's it's the same way someone who does crack acts. It's the same way someone who does crack acts, and it's why you go hit. you do more and more crack. Yeah, you gotta get the next hit, man. And you chase a dragon you'll never get. I don't care what I gotta sell. I don't care. About nothing, but I just, I just, I just got to get that next hit. 
right now right now give it to me that's sad well moving from one sad topic to the next (laughs) um well this isn't even a sad topic this is just one where i don't want anything bad to happen to this person i just call for this equal treatment of people so i believe it was on i want to say san diego a few days ago 10 year old boy goes on a, a, a not just a tantrum but he's destroying things in the house he goes to the backyard and gets a shotgun from the shed and starts firing the police show up and he's firing at the police that's pretty wild now mind you they they apprehended the the boy and their quote was throughout the whole situation we had to make sure that we understood we were dealing with a child now here's my question to you what race was that child? <laughs> Not Tamir's right. Tamir Rice's race. R.I.P. Tamir sure. Rice because they couldn't even afford you that That's little respect. Sure. R.I.P. Tamir Rice, man. They and and now I'm not saying it in this fashion to say that they should have shot this young boy, even though this child is clearly probably clearly going to be an issue for the rest of his life. The fact that he at this age he can grab a shotgun. And have that little guard for the life and property of the people around him. The fact that his parents the have fact no his parents have no control him. over him means that his child is likely to to be an issue for the rest of his life. Yeah, like um, um what's but yet the they apprehended the, him um, alive. It's the name of the kid from Boondocks. I just want to do who oh, read L- things. Oh, Latarius Milton. Yes, just like that. Like when I first saw that and found out that was a real kid. Like when I first saw this kid, I thought it was funny. When I found out it was a real kid, it broke my Very heart sad. because it's like. I saw it happening and just like maybe like a year or two ago, maybe I think it was last year he was he went to jail for like an extended period of time for like armed robbery or something like that. And he was just like hood right thing. Just like it's so sad just like seeing just extrapolating that and seeing it right away. And it's like almost the same thing with this kid. Like Yeah. Oh no, this kid has a major problem and his parents have no control over him and that's something that I've having seen so many broken homes um growing up is one thing that I can guarantee you is that when a child grows up with no um, understanding of authority and other people or no respect for authority, nothing good's going to come of that. And so um, I bring this up to say, why can't our, our children have the same respect and consideration and I know what it is. It's the sight of blackness is threatening to police. They're taught that. They're trained that way. And we need to address that. If if as a society we're going to insist that we cannot behave ourselves and we need police, then I would highly recommend we make a concerted effort to train those police on how to fucking behave themselves. Because this shit is absurd it's absurd. It it makes me fearful that my child will have to go out in public, and he probably won't even have as hard of a time as I as I did. But I still fear for him. I still fear for him because he. So you, sometimes you 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 wear your blackness in in just the way that you walk, in the in the way that you approach things, and so I don't ever want my child to be put into a position to where just his mere presence is a threat to somebody i don't i don't want to that's that's what i fear in the world i don't i don't i'm not worried about trump i'm not worried about maga hat wearing people i'm worried about the police 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you want the black vote, why don't we start there? I think that that's one that's uncontroversial. I think the community will all coalesce around. Let's fist the fucking police. Because that right there will go a long way to taking the boot off of people's neck. A long way. Because let me tell you, when you when you stop and frisk 600,000 people in a community of 100 and something thousand, you, you, you're harassing people. You're harassing people. Because I guarantee you a significant portion of a hundred and something thousand people are people who don't even traverse through foot most of the time. So they don't even get stopped and frisked. So it's an even reduced population of people getting repeatedly stopped and frisked. And if you don't think that affects people's lives, then you're really disconnected, Mr. Bloomberg. Their lives, their psyches, their perception of authority, their self-esteem. Everything. That's why when I hear Bloomberg talk about that shit, it just makes my blood boil, man. Because he's so cavalier about it. And I'm like, all right, my G. You have never been forced to, to go through the penal system or even the court system in the, in, in the way that these young men have. Because they don't get to interface with the court system like you do with your level of privilege. The court system looks at them the same way the police do, with the same with the same presumption of of malice, and so no, it, I I don't I if we're gonna if we're gonna do something with our vote, that should be one of the one of the litmus tests. Yeah, I believe in litmus tests. If you ain't gonna do nothing about the police, then I really don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck what you're coming with else. You can give me all the free healthcare you want to for them to fix me after the police beat me up. <laughs> but what you could do is have the police not fucking beat me up. That's I broke your leg, but you know we got you some Medicare. Uh, you know what I mean? Like we really got to start talking about substantive things that affect black people. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because guess what? I bet you the Asian American community is definitely organizing around things that substantially affect Asian American people. And guess what? White nationalists have very effectively been organizing. They got themselves a president. So let's 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 you know. They got theirs. I get it. But just adopt to the game, adopt to the game that they're playing. And so if they if they want your vote, they're going to have to start coming with real substantive shit, because you guess what? The police can take take custody of people with guns without killing them. They can do it and take them to Burger King afterwards. And so we'll move on from that social topic since I've already segued into politics as I, as I so typically do when I talk about the, the, the negative social news that comes up. But, um, yeah, let's just go ahead and, um, do a quick politics breakdown and wrap for the day. Um, so the next, uh, voting block that's coming for the democratic primary is going to be this Tuesday. We got, um, Missouri, Mississippi, and, um, Missouri, Mississippi, and Michigan. Michigan being the big prize. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I think there might be some other states, but they're very small. They um, didn't start with M, so we're not counting. Yeah, and I I think it might be Alabama. Oh, well. But all of those are, involved. yo, Alabama, Mississippi, and Missouri. 
Not even gonna comment. Um, <laughs> Michigan has Rude. a strong. Nah, man, because I'm I'm not gonna keep disparaging black people, and those are very heavily African American um constituencies, and you know, fuck it, man, fuck it. If you're if you're that scared of if you're that scared of Trump that you're willing to vote for Biden, whatever. I mean, it's a loser's gamble, but it's a loser's gamble. Oh my I've god! But before, not for so nothing. I'll get over it. I will watch every one of those fucking debates. Oh man! Oh, I was telling you, but I really hope he starts hovering behind. Uh, uh, oh uh, yeah! Biden like he He's was gonna be doing, doing all kinds of creepy shit to him oh, because it's so easy to rattle him. It's so easy to rattle him, dude. Wait till Biden starts challenging Trump to a push-up contest, and they both try to out bravado each other on the stage. You know what I'm waiting for? <laughs> the first time he stumbles and Trump starts mocking him, <laughs> oh, oh, gonna it's going to be savage. That's gonna it's going to be savage. Oh my God! The gestures. And not that I'm saying that he should make fun of someone who's in cognitive decline, but that's what he's gonna do. The gestures, the hashtags, the memes, oh the my gifs. goodness, bro! I'm It'll sure that they got the whole salvo loaded up. They were yeah, like, "Oh my gee, we know what we're brutal. gonna say already." It's gonna be brutal. like the the tweets are gonna be instantaneous. Yeah, it's gonna be absurd. I just and Man, I just don't think they're just serving him up like a. But we all know what. Summer. I hope we all know what Biden is. Biden is the Democrat version of Trump. Facts. Trump is an empty bag with five fingers that will sign any piece of paper put in front of him. Joe Biden, while he might have been a very substantive man at one point, is now not in a cognitive place. And it is abuse. It is elder abuse what they're doing to that man. It's elder abuse to put him up there and parade him around like he's fucking uh, uh, Uncle Bernie. You know what I mean? Just you mean you know weekend Uncle Bernie's where you were marinating him because I just realized there's also a Bernie Sanders, so I have to differentiate. <laughs> but they're parroting him like you know a, a fucking corpse because they know that he'll sign anything they put in front of him, and he's, he's just a Democratic version of what Trump represents to the Republicans. Not that they're ideologically similar, not that they run a similar campaign, not that they're even personally similar. It's what they are. Yeah. They are the same. Uh, gear. Cop, they serve the same uh, 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 position in a different watch. You know what I mean? It's yep. just just a different brand same watch. Same function. Same function. And and so let's not feed into that. If they're going to get that, they're going to get that. Clearly, we as the people do not have a say <laughs> who the elites choose to be their sock puppet. Yeah. That's cool. But don't contribute to it. Don't be fooled into contributing to it. Yeah, Trump if you're going to be fooled into contributing to something, contribute to something that might promise you something in return. Genuinely. And Bernie has made that stance before he had anything to gain from you. So I kind of believe him when he says that I'm still, I'm still going to stand on that. Okay. Cool. I'll vote for that. You know what I mean? But what I'm not going to vote for is somebody who's continually lied about the things that they've done and where they've been and the and 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 who can't even receive the endorsement of the guy who he's been calling his name for the whole time. Obama I don't think has openly endorsed Biden yet. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I don't believe so. Yo, I seen a hashtag uh trending was Obiden. I was like this <laughs> shit is oh, 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 But um, Biden. he hasn't even um uh endorsed him yet. So That'll be interesting, but that's what we're looking at um, for the next uh, primary block of voting. Um, I knew Warren was going to drop out after Massachusetts. I know. <laughs> I, I think that um, she did it like the day I was uploading the episode, but um, 
as I my political prognostication has come true once again and um Warren dropped out. It'll be interesting. I thought her politics was gonna be to um eventually endorse Bernie, but if she doesn't endorse by by Monday when this is posted, mm, is she probably isn't gonna. Um which will be interesting. I wonder where she goes as a progressive um in the democratic party because i'm pretty sure that will be the death of the democratic of the uh progressive wing of the democratic party and it'll just be whatever um establishment shills get put in there um henceforth uh the democratic party will no longer be able to really maintain because the thing is is like the farce yeah after after the after nothing happens during the the biden administration they'll they'll never have be able to to stand again to and rally just, people the same yeah way. yeah no they'll lose and and it sucks because you know this country has systematically made it impossible for revolution and let me explain to you why typically revolutions come about when young people mobilize this country has disenfranchised young people by putting them in such financially precarious situations and putting them in such medically precarious situations in terms of their physical and mental health has put them into such uh, socially precarious situations in that they don't have social, real social groups to rely on to, to help to, to develop healthy personalities. They, they have put the young people who are the ones being mobilized and petitioned for this revolution into a place where they cannot turn out the way that we need them to for a revolution and so when they say well <laughs> bernie sanders talks about how he's rallying the young vote but where are they now it's like it's real and disingenuous of you to say that when you know that the young people can't afford to take a day off they can't afford to take a sick day they can't afford to 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 not be there for their family members who need them to take care of things who who rely on them for whatever it is that they rely on them for for whether it's for medical care for if you're caring for a parent or a, even a, a loved one you know if you have a child if you, you know if you're young and you have any kind of life you're probably not going to take time to vote in the primary you're just not you're not being compensated to and in this society, you have to be compensated to be motivated to do things. We don't live in in the the financial surplus that the majority of the you know people who vote do. And so, yeah, you don't blame young people for not voting. You did nothing to make it easier for them to vote. You did a great job of convincing them that you're the person to vote for, but you did nothing to empower them to actually go out and do the actual thing that you asked them to do. And so, you know. While I, I, I love Bernie Sanders, I love his campaign, I really hope that they start to, to, to realize that they are relying on a disenfranchised demographic to ride to victory. That's a difficult thing to do without going in and doing like Andrew Yang did and just handing people money sometimes. And that, that served him, you know, that got him from zero to seven percent. That's something for an unknown man. Yeah, like he came out of nowhere. Nowhere. You know what I mean? And and so that really helped motivate people. Um, but, you know, maybe Sanders will be able to, to, to mobilize 
other constituencies um, that are um, better in a better financial condition um, to also come out for him. You know, like um, older, if you know, if you, and that's the thing is, is that he expected these younger uh, minorities to counteract the vote of the older, conservative, more established minorities. And that's just an unfair fight. That's an unfair. Our grandparents are just doing way better than we are. <laughs> they just are. They're doing way better than we are. And, you know, that's because they lived in a paradigm that was way different. You know, their jobs actually consisted of benefits. Yeah. You know, what it I mean? wasn't stripped down yet. No. Yeah. I really, and you know, it's going to suck. If Biden wins the prime, uh, wins the primary and then loses the national election, I'm pretty sure they're just going to shit on black people for 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 uh, instigating that rally and cry behind him because <laughs> it was South Carolina. Nobody, like, no, 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 literally, nobody supported Biden before South Carolina. He was getting trounced handily. Yeah, he was. And it wasn't until Clyburn, South Carolina, did he get the overwhelming um, uh, support from the southern states. Booty Judge, Klobuchar drops out. Um, he gets the Beto's endorsement. He gets Kamala's endorsement. He got him a lot of major endorsements. Yeah, that's still pretty good. You know what I mean? He won Minnesota. That was not a state he was supposed to win. He was not supposed to win Minnesota. Bernie was beating him pretty well before that Klobuchar endorsement. And so, if... Biden wins this nomination and then loses the election. Mark my words. They're just going to shit on black people. Like, we got to stop trusting black people to vote. My question is, how would that be different from now? Oh, no, I apologize. I wasn't insinuating that it was a change. Okay, okay. They're going to continue shitting on black people. Yes. I, I, I got yes, yes, so, yes, so, yes, yes, so. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey man, at some point you just gotta let people say what the fuck they're gonna say and just do what you want to do anyway. But you know, I hope that the, the African American community really starts to take a look at some of these, some of these um, Democratic African American um, representatives because man, the shucking and jiving I see going on, <laughs> boy, it's really sad how easily bought some people are. Regardless of how much you were given. Yeah, exactly. It's like the fact that you could be bought. Like, it, listen. Like, if Bakari Sellers came out and, like, I seen him driving in the Bugatti. My nigga got, you know, his whole fronts, tops, and bottoms done. Yeah, I'm like, Stuff yo, my G, like where is this money? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you, like, are you, and, I, and I say that hyperbolically. What I mean is, is, like, if I saw, like, Bakari Sellers started a, a foundation to let's say anything, you know, address criminal justice reform in Florida. And he had, you know, he had 10 milli from Bloomberg. At least then I can say, you're taking from the devil to feed the poor. Okay. But that's not what I see. I don't see none of these motherfuckers putting all this money. Where, what is Stacey Abrams doing with that, with that largesse she got from, from Bloomberg? Cause he paid her good. He paid a real good for that endorsement. Hey, man, cash is king. I don't see nothing. Put your money where your mouth is. You took all that money and sacrificed and, and, and gave him all your social capital, but I don't see you putting none of that money back into regaining some of that social capital. 
But that's just I, I'm on the assumption that you gave a fuck to begin with. So. <laughs> now nah, I was super, no, I was man. super, super saddened by Stacey Abrams' endorsement of Bloomberg. Super, super sad. Um, because she's yo, she's another one, man. And that's the thing is like yo, some of these people are on like the rise, rise. Like they were, they were poised to be extremely influential in in politics and i think that they kind of sacrificed that because the, a large portion of their capital came from their ability to interface with certain minority demographics whether it was black people whether it was women and i don't think that black people women gonna trust you after you, you sided with the guy who did stop and frisk and called and told a woman to kill her baby like i don't know i mean the game has changed kareem a lot of people no longer view that stuff as really like social capital don't pay my bills you feel me it's one of those things where it's like gone to the wayside are things that don't explicitly line people's politics as far as like their level of importance in politics you know i mean more and more what i'm seeing is more and more people are viewing politics as my personal pocketbook my personal yeah, um, it's a legion job. Of yeah, army. it's a job. Like that's, it's not public service anymore. It's definitely just a job. Yeah, that's that's how I see people using politics as way to enrich yeah. themselves and people around. Oh, absolutely, them. I, I agree. So it's that's like, definitely there. That's why what I think that people need to do is to be selfish and to steal the positions just like these people are stealing, but actually use it to help people. You know, but that's what, I mean? what I'm saying. I'm not seeing the help. I, I agree with you, but like I don't those some of those people. I don't see them helping nobody. <laughs> well, I don't really see them. You know what it's, I mean? It, the system does tend to corrupt rather, rather. Because um, I totally agree with you because I'm, I'm, I'm totally with that. And then, and, and it's funny because it, people, uh, somebody was talking about Obama and they were like, Obama took money from the banks and then regulated them. And I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just, you're just saying words. He literally did nothing of the sort. He did absolutely nothing of the sort. And anything that he passed that looked like regulation was made intentionally to segregate the financial market so that some people can continue to make money who can circumvent this regulation and the ones who can't die away. And so all he did really was help consolidate financial markets. You know what I mean? So that fewer and fewer people controlled more and more of the wealth. But I guess that's also the same thing as what you said, right? No, <laughs> not at all. But um, yeah. Listen, if you're if you're taking from the devil to feed the poor, as I said, I'm not I'm not going to balk against that. I just don't see anyone redistributing that wealth back to to to, to the public um, services because people underestimate how sweet the devil's wine is. You know, what I mean, they're always like, yeah, I can take a sip of it and then I'm good. And that's what I usually see. It's like, here, I'll just take this one donation mm -hmm. and then I'll start. But he, and then it's like, oh, no, no. But he said he's having another. He'll come to this next fundraiser. So let me get that next one. That's twice as much money. Let me get twice as much money that I can even go even further and help even more people. And you lost them. And, and, you know, and after the fifth time, it's just like. I'm just going to keep on taking the money until it stops. And then when it stops, I'll go over. And it's like, <laughs> wait, go over. We were talking about going over. Man, that was weeks ago, bro. That, you know, it was weeks ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nah. it's, just, it's, I don't know. The system is, is, is very, very robust. And it does look like a lot of people that try just end up 
it, it seems like that's why I fucks with Bernie because he's one of the only people that seems to have that vigilance, that solidarity to keep fighting against a system that's constantly kicking him in the teeth. And and see, that's my thing is is like he's found a way to maintain in this because he's in Vermont and Vermont votes independent. He's been able to stay a part of the system with no friends, which is fine. He's not there to make friends. He's there to represent a constituency. And in doing so, just by being present, he's worked his way into being in certain areas, in certain rooms, in certain conversations to where now he can influence them, where he typically would never be invited to that at all. They just don't want his perspective. But because he has been around so long, because he's he's stood on the right side of so many things, he's been put into like caucuses and positions where they can't help but listen to him and that's hard to do it's hard to do it's hard to be in a room full of people who hate you who know that you you might not like them but you have no interest in helping them and still and still being able to position yourself to 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 influence legislation to to try to pass you know whatever you can to help the people who you represent it's a rare silver tongue skill man yeah, and I don't even know if it's silver tongue because he's my man is just that's why he has such good surrogates because he's not very glib. He's not like he's not gonna like you know give you that that them smooth lyrics. You know what I mean? That's what he has Michael Render for. That's he's what he's got Nina determined. Turner for. I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna come back over and over and over again with yes. the same message, <laughs> bro. Relentless, relentless. I'm, I'm not even gonna front. He's gotten me on a couple of those. Like a couple, I'm like, you know, okay, Bernie, I dig it. All right, all right, all right. You're right. Every every European country does have healthcare, so it it kind of seems weird that we don't. That is a decent point because it's like, all right, cool. We're talking about we can't do things, but let me talk about the existential fact that everyone like us can do it. So why can't we? Because I've started to realize he poses that he poses it like that because it forces you to think, think about. Yes, it causes you to think. And about you know what like, I mean? It's one of those things where, oh, man, this is a, a hotbed talk, topic. But can God lift, make something so heavy that even he can't lift it? It causes you to stop and think, think. about mm-hmm. everything that that encompasses and the reality of what's behind everything. Yeah. So. All right, let's go ahead and wrap on that. Uh, we had a good time uh, this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're enjoying yourself, please do us the big favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. And uh, try to help us, you know, just tell one person if you can. Let them listen, tell see people. if they like it. Try to grow this listenership, you know, one one listener at a time. Um, always remember you could uh, follow us on Twitter at at home heron. I'm always throwing up some kind of uh, off-brand uh, idea, so I hope that you guys have been finding that entertaining, if not vaguely. <laughs> but uh, tweet yeah, us back and shit. Send us um, some funny yeah. hashtags, please, and and and, and feedback. Feel yeah, free to give feedback. me feedback. You know what I mean. I, most of you guys have my text phone. You can text yeah. me, so just text me. <laughs> but like, if you you know, hit me through email. Um, hit me through Twitter. Fan engagement is very important yeah. on all major platforms. And and it'll help us grow because honestly, yes, it is somewhat self-flagellating for me to come here and spew my ideas to you guys. And it's very cathartic as well. But at the same time, my ultimate goal is your entertainment. Like I want you guys to be entertained by the information and by the banter. And so I can do that better if you guys tell me um, what you don't like. 
which I never really thought I'd have like to ask you. people to tell me what they don't like about what I do. But please, you won't hurt my feelings. I don't have feelings like normal people. My feelings are <laughs> motivated by vastly different things than most. And criticism is not one of the things that hurt my feelings. So please let us know. All righty. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Take it easy, everybody.